You are listening to Heart Repair, a relationship podcast to help people recover from breakups, divorces, and friendships ending. My name is Kim Savage, and I am your host. This is the second season of Heart Repair, and I appreciate my listeners who have been with me from day one. And to all my new listeners, thank you and welcome. Thank you for, you know, listening, for tuning in. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, you'll hang out with me and listen to some more episodes. Um, I welcome you to do that. People from all over the world are listening to Heart Repair. So I just want to give a shout out and a thank you to UK, uh, the UK, Canada, Guyana, Germany has been listening, Ireland, and um, a big shout out, of course, the United States of America. Uh, This episode is called The Incredible Effects That Love Has On The Brain. And the reason why I'm doing this particular episode is because sometimes people have questions like, you know, why am I thinking about this person so much? Like, what's going on with my mind? I can't concentrate. I can't focus. You know, Um, I feel sad. I'm depressed. So I think it's important for us to know what happens to the mind or the brain when it comes in contact with romantic love. So before we get into it, before we dive into it, I just want to encourage you like I always do. I encourage you to get to know your thought patterns. It's important to know your brain, just like it's important to know who you are, your purpose, and you know what makes you tick, what makes you click, what triggers you, um, what are your strengths, um, what are your weaknesses, it's good to know, you know, your thought patterns so that you can interrupt a certain, um, uh, you know, uh, thought patterns. You, you learn your mind um, and you know what you need. So and you know, you know, what part um, of your thought patterns you need to retrain or, um, you know, you need to read some information to get some new information into your brain. Um so pay attention to the way your mind responds and, 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 and to certain environments and what you think about when you're in the company of others. Um, I also encourage you to deep breathe today, to learn new ways to problem solve. Um, when you learn new ways to problem solve, you can better handle the challenges that come throughout the day. So I encourage you, learn ways to problem solve. Um, Go for a walk today. Get some fresh air. Eat fruit and vegetables. Drink water. And also moisturize your skin. Like moisturizing your skin, you're really giving yourself like a little uh, massage and helping your mind to to be calm and, you know, relaxed when you're uh, moisturizing, you know, your skin. So... Let's dive into this. When you come in contact with romantic love, you experience pleasure. And pleasure feels good and you can become addicted to it. Humans desire pleasure. We all do. We all desire pleasure because pleasure has so much to offer. Um, Pleasure comes with enjoyment, happiness, excitement, satisfaction, peace of mind, it decreases, or sometimes even uh, it eliminates anxiety, depression, and confusion. Sometimes pleasure can inspire you and empower you. It can give you rest. It can help you to relax. 
So we desire pleasure. So when you come in contact with this romantic love, you come in contact with something you may never want to let go of. Or if you if you need to let go of it, it's going to be hard to let go of because, you know, we get all this pleasure when we come into um, contact with romantic love. Every time you come in contact with this person, with this lover, with this uh, friend, you know, with this um, partner, at some point, dopamine and endorphin will be released in your brain. And dopamine is a chemical messenger involved in reward, motivation, memory, attention, and even regulating body movement, reference health line. Another chemical uh, neurotransmitter that goes into operation, like I said, is endorphins, which is similar to the drug morphine and helps to minimize discomfort and make you feel happy and excited. It's also like a natural painkiller. So it's safe to say that romantic love is is a natural painkiller. It can kill some of your pain. Um, romantic love causes your brain to change. There's another chemical called oxytocin, which is also released. Um, and it is the love hormone that goes to work as well. So there's really little hope for your brain um, when you fall in love with someone. That's why it's so important to go slow when you when you first meet someone and I'm always encouraging people, you know, in different episodes to just move slow. It's just better to go slow uh, when you meet someone new because you don't want to fall in love with the wrong person. And it's, uh, you know, something tough to control, but it's possible. It's, it's tough to control falling in love with, with people, but try, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and know, too, that it's possible uh, you need to know how, but we're not going to get into that right now. But it, there is a reason. I mean, not a reason, but there's a way. I'm sorry. There's a way to um, not fall in love or slow down the process of falling in love with someone. So your brain has the ability to show you pictures and retrieve thoughts and ideas from your soul and spirit. And after a breakup, your brain goes haywire. You know, it learns that your lover is no longer accessible. And it's like, you know, I want what I had. So it it begins to show you pictures and thoughts come. And your memory makes suggestions like, it starts showing you, you know, hey, where's that person? Remember how you felt felt with that person? Uh, the other day, you know, you guys were kissing and it, it felt good. Or they 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 bought you roses or they, they and it made you feel good. Or um, they did something special for you and made you feel important. So your brain is like, go find that person. Um, your mind begins to try and make sense of your lover's inaccessibility. A research has revealed that when you come in contact with um, uh, romantic love, you know, it, research has revealed that, you know, love 
romantic love is, 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 is like being on drugs. Everyone knows that drug addiction or drug addictions are very difficult to recover from. Um, I just want to take a moment and pause and say to you, you know, say no to drugs. Just never let drugs be an option. You know, um, if a, you know, someone offers you drugs, tell them no. I, I don't do drugs. I don't want anything to, you know, to do with drugs. So let's continue on back on the, on, on the subject matter here. Um, uh, so, you know, it's very difficult, uh, like I said, to recover from drug addiction. So have compassion on yourself if you're experiencing a tough time after a relationship ends because it's, it's like, you know, getting off of drugs. You're not, you know, overreacting. Um, you're not being, re- you know, dramatic. You're not crying too much. Um, you know, you're not thinking about the person too much. Uh, you know, you're feeling sad, you, you're not able to focus, you can't concentrate. And, um, you know, what it is, is you're experiencing withdrawals. So just understand that you're experiencing withdrawals um, and your brain, it will eventually snap back and calm down. It is important to have information about how to deal with the relationship ending. It's important to understand why You're displaying certain behaviors after a breakup because it will help you not to worry and ease concerns you may have about yourself. So use this information to help you to become more aware of what's happening when you come in contact with romantic love. And understand, you know, that you must enter relationships with a goal to be balanced and refuse to overindulge. Try not to consume the love that your lover will offer, but receive a little at a time or learn to process the love they give appropriately. You know, think about it like drugs. If somebody, you know, you go to a party and I'm just going to compare it to drugs. You go to a party and someone is doing coke. You know, they got six lines of Coke. Okay, so there's six lines of romantic love. Don't take, you know, six, all six lines, you know, do a line, (laughs) do a line. Don't do drugs. You know, let me. Okay, let's let's do this a different way. Let's do this a different way. Let's say let's use Tylenol instead of cocaine, because, (laughs) you know, um, you know, you don't want to take any cocaine. So that's like comparing it to cocaine is like saying, you know, uh, you don't want to be romantically in love with anyone, you know, and that's not true. Um, it's a beautiful experience to be romantically in love with someone or to experience romantic love. It's a beautiful thing to to have. Um, but, but let's let's compare it to Tylenol. You want to take two. Just take two, you know, two 200 milligrams of Tylenol will be sufficient to take care of the pain or to take care of the headache. Um, And you'll be able to, you know, function okay. 
But if you take too many, then it starts doing damage to your liver, damage to your body. You know, you can't take too many, you know, Tylenol. So you guys get the picture. I'm going to move um, uh, on. So now be prepared um, to possibly be accused by your lover. You know, when you learn how to just um, balance things out and not overindulge, sometimes your lover is may process that as you not being interested enough or you, you know, playing hard to get. Um, maybe you're not, you know, that, you know, interested in the relationship or maybe they may feel that, you know, you're not all in. When you're trying to just, you're only, you're very interested in them, but you're just trying to balance things out. They may feel like you have your guards up and things like that. But it's really more so, it's, it, you know, you should have your guards up at the beginning um, and don't let them down until you feel safe, until you feel okay. But also, you know, you want to make sure you balance things out. You don't want to make your lover your world. They should not be your world. Life should not revolve around your lover. You know, you got to balance things out, you know. So, you know, balance is important. Uh, Not overindulging is important. The way that you add balance is having a life outside of, of the relationship. And a lot of people have trouble with that. They really don't want to share their lovers with anyone. They, they're very possessive. They're jealous. You know, they don't want them to hang out with their friends. They just want to be the one to make them happy. And, and they only want to see them laughing with them. And, and that's just being possessive. That's just way too possessive. Um, if you find yourself not wanting your lover to, to be with friends, to take time with family alone, or to go places without you, um, that's just, that's possessive. And you need to take time to communicate and express to them that, look, this will add balance to our relationship. You know, we don't want to be so emotionally involved. It's okay to be emotionally involved, but you don't want to be too emotionally involved. You know, um, of course you want a person to be emotionally available as well as emotionally, you know, involved. If you're emotionally available, you're going to be emotionally involved. But you got to make sure things are balanced, you know. Um, Too much of anything is just not good. It's just not good for you. Uh, Explain to them that you need time, you know, alone. You may want to miss a day or two, you know, talking to them or seeing them in order to add balance to the relationship because, you know, all of these these chemicals in your brain uh, being released, you know, you become addicted to that person. And if it doesn't work out, you know, you, you're devastated. It takes you forever to recover. You know, you're, it's, just, it's, just a, it's just a whole big emotional uh, ball of just tears and, you know, confusion and sadness, anger, resentment, all this different stuff. So go in and and be balanced in your relationships. Now, after you marry someone, you know, after you say I do to someone, then you, 
you know, you can be, you can give more and you can receive more. I mean, you guys are going to live together. You move into together. That's your wife. That's your husband. You know, you belong to him. He belongs to you or, you know, you belong to her, you know. So, you know, you can let go a little more. Um, You still, even when you're married, you need to take time alone. Because you have to understand that you are an individual as well. You you know, you're in a marriage, you're in a covenant, but you're also an individual. And as an individual, you have a purpose to fulfill. You have, you know, dreams and goals and aspirations and things that you want to do. You know, so you want to celebrate your individuality, you know, even in a marriage, you have to have balance. You have to. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, people, they, they, they're they so involved in their lover's life that they lose themselves. You know, they spend so much time with their lover that, you know, they don't even, they don't know what they want anymore. They just begin to want whatever their lover wants, you know, and it shouldn't be that way. We have to learn to balance things out. Um, also, uh, learn your attachment style. Um, make sure that you have a secure attachment style. Um, having a, a secure attachment style um, will help you during those times of balance. You know, be secure about the love that your lover is giving you. Understand that if they tell you, I love you and I want to be with you um, and I want to be faithful to only you, uh, believe that. And, and be be secure about it and be able to let them go, you know, when they want to go hang out with their friends and or if they don't call you at a certain time or if they miss a day, you know, seeing you. As long as communication happens, just know that, you know, they do love you, you know, until they prove you wrong by doing things that hurt you, abuse or cheating or, you know, things like that, then, you know, you don't have a reason not to believe that, um, this person, um, loves you. So I'm going to go ahead and conclude there. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, this was helpful, you know, um, the, the, you know, incredible, um, impact or the incredible effects that, love has on the brain. There's so much more to talk about, uh, but I'm just going to end here. If you want to um, connect with me, you can connect with me on Instagram. Uh, That's one yacht doc, O-N-E underscore yacht, Y-A-C-H-T underscore doc, D-O-C. Also, um, if you're listening to, to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a review you know, five star me, let me know, you know, what you think about the podcast. Uh, You can ask questions in your review. Um, I want to start reading reviews, you know, so um, leave me some reviews. Um, And what else? Meet me back here uh, next week for episode 22. Remember, we're in the second season. And um, I'm happy you're you're joining me. I appreciate you. Uh, also, I have a children's book on Amazon. It's called Hysterical Alphabeticals. If you have little kids at home, 
It's a great book. It help it helps to make learning the alphabet easy and fun. Uh, it's also good, f- you know, for all elementary school aged kids because uh, you know kids like the the characters, the zany characters, the funny rhymes because it's a rhyming book, um, and uh, they'll enjoy it. It's a good you know teaching tool. Um, I think that's it. I'm going to end. Thank you so much for listening. Meet me back here next week for episode 22.